Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to Podcast Room 303. Introducing one co-host with more nuggets than Chick-fil-A, Nick Morahan. Executive producer until we find someone better, Eric Washington. Nobody really knows what he does around here. Nevada Putnam. And now, the single greatest thing to happen to hosting in history, Jermaine Antonio Colon Mendez. On with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into Podcast Room 303. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morhan. And as always, we have with us the EPE. On today's episode, we'll be getting into pop culture pick top five things you wanted as a kid but never got. We'll review head-to-head. We'll get into what the fuck headline, blind five. And last but not least, the main topic of this week's show will be NFL Week 12 review and NFL Week 13 preview. How you doing this evening, Nick? Uh, I don't know whether to be sad or excited that the Carolina Panthers fired Frank Reich. Uh. As I've been saying all season, I don't really care. Uh, And I think that's the greatest crime to happen in the Dave Tepper era, uh, who's the Carolina Panthers owner, is that I don't care about Carolina Panthers football anymore. I don't care that they fired Frank Reich. I don't care that they they have one win. I just don't care anymore. Uh, So Trey Boston, did I mention this last episode, the Trey Boston tweet? No, this was after we recorded so Trey Boston, former safety for the Carolina Panthers, San Diego Chargers, and maybe somebody else. Yeah, I think he played for for like the Colts, probably. Maybe Atlanta, maybe. Um, said that he, he was part of the 2015 Super Bowl team. And he said that Greg Olson, Cam Newton, Ryan Khalil, Trey Turner, guys like that established a culture in Carolina. And yeah, Carolina's never had a back-to-back winning season, so that's bad. (laughs) But at least there was a culture in Carolina. right? Ron Rivera established a culture in Carolina. And normally when a head coach leaves, that culture kind of stays there through the players, and they pass that on. Matt Rule completely ruined Carolina Panthers' culture. In in the words of high care, in, in... trying to get high-character guys in there. Now, is it Frank Reich's fault that they're 1-9? and nine? He probably shouldn't have given up play-calling duties to a guy who scored 13-13 and 15 points. But he's largely operating with a, a team that one GM described it last year as a lot of these Carolina Panthers players wouldn't start, wouldn't even be second-string guys on most NFL teams. And then the guys they did have, see Hassan Reddick, are gone now. Because in in Sean Fitterer, the GM, in his infinite wisdom, decided to not re-sign a guy that had 11 sacks and made Brian Burns a better player because he's operating on side. Now we're not even talking about re-signing Brandon, Brandon Bur- Brian Burns. Everyone on this roster is, is – there's no culture because everybody's ready to get released or traded away. Yeah, that's that's my problem with the Carolina Panthers right now is there's no identity. There's no culture. And apparently, if I'm Frank Wright coming in, there's no faith in you. Either from the GM 
or from the owner or from the players. <clears throat> yeah, it's the Panthers are one in ten, by the way. Yeah, one win. Not, not one and I. Uh, also, you know, it goes without saying, r- reports are saying that Josh McCown and Frank Reich wanted C.J. Stroud. And Dave Tepper wanted Bryce Young. Because he's such a great young man. So, Because he has a good handshake. What the fuck? When it, this, when it, is that whole, this is that whole fucking... It's, it's that Matt Rule shit again. High character guys. Look, there was a comedian that I was watching that said, on an NFL team, you need probably six guys to be high character guys. The rest need to be criminals. Dogs. Ray Lewis. <laughs> Ray Lewis. <laughs> Murdered somebody. You need them to channel their anger to football. And that's why a lot of domestic violence happens because they just do football at the wrong time. <laughs> they do football at the wrong time. <laughs> right. Uh, what were you going to say, Eric? I was going to ask. You know, Bryce Young's getting a lot of, of heat and people are talking shit, but he's probably he's been the most accurate rookie quarterback. Does, does CJ Stroud actually – does he perform better or is it just overall there's no culture, there's no the, – Quality but, players, like, can we really say this is Bryce Young's? Or yeah, it's Bryce Young, right? Can we really so, say it's Bryce Young's fault? So, why did we score twenty-seven points with Andy Dalton then? Running the oh. same plays, running like the 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 problem is not Bryce Young. Let's get that. Let's get that out of our way first. Mm-hmm. He is the most. He, he is one of the most accurate quarterbacks in terms of passing in the NFL, not just rookie. And he has the lowest separation upon catch of any way if you look at the chart it's all these dots along the middle and it's top left corner there's bryce young accuracy no separation Damn. right and, and we, we like to call that an outlier for you data analysis folks out there yeah they also scored 27 because andy Dalton threw the ball 50 right what was it 53 times in that game and lost right and lost and that's lost. that's yeah. that's Lost by two scores. The, the problem is not Bryce Young. My problem with Bryce Young is he's just he's just boring. I don't – I'm not entertained. Anthony Richardson would have entertained me because I don't know whether he's going to throw for 450 yards or four picks. It's, it's a lesser version of Cam Newton. What am I getting out of this game, right? I, Bryce Young, I feel like, operates on, on a game plan. He was game planned for really well in Alabama with really great coordinators. And if Carolina gets a really great coordinator who can game plan for him really well, he's going to be a good quarterback. But Anthony Richardson, CJ Stroud are guys that don't really need to be game planned for. They're dogs. D'Amico Ryans is not an offensive coach. He just, CJ Stroud goes out there and he has a bunch of guys that can ball. Well, the offensive coordinator for the Texans is outstanding, by the way. Right. He came from the 49ers. Eric, can you give me his name again? Mm-hmm. Uh, Trey Boston played for Carolina, the Chargers, the Cardinals, and came back to Carolina. He did. Bobby Slowick. He was born in 87. He's only 30-something. Yeah, Bobby Slowick. So he was actually with D'Amico Ryans in San Francisco. And when D'Amico Ryans came over to be the head coach for Houston, he brought Bobby Slowick over to be the OC. I believe he was the quarterback's coach before that. Maybe wide receiver. I don't know. I could be wrong. But, uh, yeah, he's one of the – I mean, the Houston Texans play calling is outstanding. Also, uh, we talked about this in you know, text. Texans last year 
were beating teams they weren't supposed to. We were betting them against the spread. Like we were all over the Texans for a, a couple weeks stretch in October, November. So we should have realized that this was a dormantly talented team. And once they corrected the general mills problem, they'd be, they'd be fine. But you know, it's, it, it's a, <laughs> it sucks that the Carolina Panthers have cornflakes instead of frosted flakes, but that's how it is. How are you doing this evening, Eric? Uh, doing good, man. Can't complain. Got a big matchup for Texas coming up this weekend. Hopefully we'll be in the, in the college football playoff. Jalen Hurts doing magical things to win games. Can't complain. Let's, I put this bet into head-to-head this week. Let's talk about a disaster. Let's talk about the best scenario that, that, that Texas faces, right? It's a Georgia win. It's a Michigan win. It's a Washington win. It's a Florida State loss to Louisville. Mm-hmm. And then Texas, and obviously Texas has to win. Step one. <laughs> Step one. Step Texas one. W. <laughs> Texas, Texas has to be the Big 12 champion. I think Texas is getting in in that scenario. If you go by the college football rankings right now, which they never go by because they just want to get Alabama in, they want to get a rematch of the SEC title, which I never understand, ratings and stuff like that. That's that's the best scenario for Texas, right? That's what we want to see. Now, Team Chaos, if Alabama beats Georgia, I would like to say if Iowa beats Michigan, but that's not happening. Uh, the the odds makers have set this to I have set this game at I think twenty eight and a half points. Michigan is favored by twenty two, which means the odds makers have not even favored Iowa to score a touchdown. Yeah, they have their like six and a half points, six, six and a half team total, six and a half team total. Yeah, right. So Michigan's not being out. So, and Michigan wins. They're one. Uh. Texas, Al- I, I, Alabama I beats think, Georgia. Alabama beats Georgia. Texas Oregon doesn't beats Scott Washington. Because really the worst thing to happen to Texas is Texas doesn't win. Then we're not even talking about anything. But the team chaos thing is Texas wins. Louisville beats Florida State. Or Florida State beats Louisville, sorry. Oregon Alabama beats, beats Washington. Oh, yeah. Oregon beats Washington. And Bama beats Georgia. Yeah, how many times are you going to say Bama beats Georgia? Bama <laughs> like beats Georgia fourth or fifth time we understand that needs to happen for team chaos all right what else for team chaos nothing else i think that's it right yeah that's it so look if if alabama beats georgia and the rest of the team stay undefeated there's an infinite like possibilities that comes off of that so if alabama beats georgia they're the sec champion Right, so you would think Alabama needs to go in as the SEC champion. The but SEC Texas, champion, the the SEC champion, has never missed a college football playoff. But Texas beat Alabama. But that was so long ago. So if Michigan, Washington, and Florida State stay undefeated, right, and you have Georgia lose to Bama, you have absolute chaos in what they're supposed to do because if Texas handles business, they beat Oklahoma state in the big 12 championship. That's four and one versus ranked opponents. And they have a head to head win against Alabama. And it will truly put this committee to a test because if they are just valuing sec play, 
Texas has like one of the best resumes <clears throat> resumes in college football on top of that. Right. And we've done it. We've done it with a backup quarterback, right? A redshirt freshman had to start two games for us before Quinn Ewers came back after a shoulder injury. We lost our starting running back to a torn ACL. Our offensive line has been banged up the last few weeks. Like our secondary, a lot of key playmakers have been hurt and Texas is still handling business. How do you in your right mind keep Texas out if Alabama beats Georgia? Because Iowa plays a close game against Michigan and then we let Ohio State in because come on, man, they only got one. They only got one loss. I don't know how we got to Ohio State, but that fucking would be annoying as shit. (laughs) Come on, on, man. (laughs) Ohio State is currently ranked ahead of Texas and Alabama in the college football playoff rankings. It's so ridiculous. That's so stupid. They just they just they want they want Ohio State and Alabama to get in. They're the media darlings. Yeah, but Texas is a tried and true blue blood. If you put Texas in the college football playoff, that is a ratings bonanza. Maybe. We've not never may, seen not it. May, not maybe. We've, ne- we've never seen it. Not maybe, bro. It's we'll fact. See. I'm we'll just saying if, te- the- if Texas makes it, that's 29.53 million people fucking rooting for the UT Longhorns, bro. It's the population of Texas right now. Yeah, but not all of Texas. Uh, for the Longhorns. As, as they're all they're tuning in. The- in they're all tuning in, and most of them are probably going to be rooting for a Texas team to win. I'm just saying to say Texas isn't a draw, isn't a isn't a darling. They they literally created the Longhorn Network instead of the Big Twelve Network, awesome. which I'm against. I'm firmly against. It's that's just the most nonsensical shit I've ever heard. That, that might have been the catalyst to bring the Big Twelve down. Wow, what a bold stance, Eric. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Eric, that is literally the thing that brought the Big 12 down. Maybe. It's why it's why Colorado moved to the Pac-12. It's why Nebraska left. It's yeah, why right. it's why AM left. Like, yeah, you're right. Missouri was in the Big 12. Missouri left too. They oh, all now I'm just spitting facts there. <laughs> yeah, without knowing it. They're acting like it's like, yo, you had like an epiphany that was like <laughs> eight years too late. No, man. I was on all I knew was up. <laughs> Eric, Eric, if you time travel back to like back to like 2010, you're gonna blow some people's minds. My guy did think he was saying some profound shit. You were accurate. You were dead on though, 100 percent correct. Could you imagine wasting your time travel going back to 2010 just to tell people that the big the Big 12 was breaking up? They'd be like, "What? You like? I'm from the future. Texas is gonna create the Longhorn Network and ruin everything. I gotta go." First of all. There is only one thing you should do if you ever time travel. Go back to 2015 and bet Leicester City. Go back and tell yourself to bet Leicester City to win it all. Like, that's the only thing. That's the only correct answer to a time travel question. Like, come on, you lousy bitch. I know you got $1,000. Put $1,000 on the motherfucker. You'll be fine. Take a loan out. <laughs> Take like, a loan out. A small business loan for 50 k out. Put it, on, Put it all Leicester. on Leicester City to win the Premier League. <laughs> And enjoy enjoy the ride, motherfucker. (laughs) That's the only correct answer. So if anyone ever says any other answer, it's wrong. It's incorrect. We're not going back. We're not killing Hitler. We're not, you know, we're not doing any of that stuff. Did Leicester have longer odds than the Nationals did when they won the World Series? 1,000. They had, yeah. yeah. It was like plus 5,001 when the Leicester won. No, it was was way better. No, it was 6,500. 
they opened at the start like, of the season. It, no, was, 65, it, it was 65. It was 65. It was five numbers. When the, at the beginning of the uh, 2016 campaign, it was 5,000 to one, 5,000 to one odds to yeah. win so the club for the thousand. T- if you put a thousand bucks on it, that's a million dollars. And 132 years of, of existing, they never even were a top two finish. And they won that year. Exactly. Crazy. 5,000 to one as American is what? 50,000 plus 50,000? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, anyways, <laughs> now that we've been sidetracked, let's go ahead and get into the uh, – what do you want to open with, Eric? Let's do a head-to-head review. You want to open with head-to-head? Yeah, why not? All right. Let's get this pulled up. Share the window. Or do you have the what the fuck headline? I do. All right, let's do that. You want to do that? Okay, so I'm going to switch it. I said this earlier. I don't know if you guys saw it in the IG group chat, but here we go. Boom. Taco Bell employee says she was threatened, harassed for complaining about alcohol-fueled Christmas party that included public sex. Is that her in the video? No, no, that's the mother that killed her two children. What? Yeah, the video is murderous moms analyzing accused and convicted child killers. Anyway, we're going to move on from that. That's dark as fuck. In hats. A former Taco Bell employee in California says she was targeted for harassment and retaliation after speaking up about a wild holiday party at her workplace that included public sex between employees and the ruination of a guacamole bowl. Or guacamole bowl. Guacamole. (laughs) According to the complaint reviewed by Law and Crime, uh, blah, blah, blah. It was a Christmas party. Um, when she got there, it was a it was a potluck. When she got there, there was wrap all over the window, so you couldn't see out, and all the cameras were covered, and alcohol was being served. And at one point, I, I just gotta bring this up here. At one point, while back into the restaurant, witnessed her coworker Jonathan having sex with his wife in front of everyone at the party. His wife was bent over, and I was kissing both defendant Ruiz and another coworker Adriana. Just having a fucking orgy right there in the middle of a Taco Bell. Yeah, so what's the problem? I don't, that's an outlandish fucking headline, dude. What's, what's the problem? Why sounds, is she narking? What's the problem? Sounds like she's not fun. Yeah, well, sounds well, like no, she's no, not fun at all. Oh, okay, yeah. Actually, I'm sorry. Let me finish this. So she was harassed for filing a complaint. People were texting her. One coworker texted her, baby girl, I want to break your face. I don't give a fuck about your car. The worker, the coworker also stated that you've been running your mouth for the longest, so run them hands, bitch. Uh, plaintiff oh. feared for her safety. The complaint adds there was other threats of violence, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, she's seeking a jury trial and unspecified amount of money for damages. She's with Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> Just talk about it. Wifey was getting gangbanged while homie was throwing up in her guacamole bowl. That's fucked up, dude. This is this is wild. Hey, also, a Christmas party at a Taco Bell. Come on, house. Hold on, hold on. No, it was the Taco Bell employee. She was a cashier there. <laughs> yeah, but it was at the Taco Bell. Yeah. Hey, look at this. Shorty, Shorty right here is a killer, but she's kind of bad. Dude. <laughs> look at that, dude. Bruh. All right. Uh, do, do the do the headline can, that I put a, in the doc. That's a bad smile. There's a headline you put in the doc? Yeah. Because I didn't think we had one. Oh. <laughs> I stopped putting them in there because I don't want you guys to see it before. Why? What if we share it? Oh, if you shared it, then whatever, but you didn't share it. <laughs> Boom. When these aren't a secret. I'll let you take this one, Jermaine. Yeah. <laughs> nah, go ahead, nah, bro. This is your guy and his mom. I'll tell you go ahead, it. bro. Enhance. <laughs> Enhance. <laughs> Just mess with you. <laughs> Wild rumor surfaces about Chicago Blackhawks superstar Connor Bedard's mother and his teammate, Corey Perry. <laughs> 
Yo, yo, let's spotlight mommy right here. Ooh. This is chaos, bro. Dude, this oh, is hey, Connor Bernard's man. mom is very pretty, though. Hey, he kind of looks like his dad, so I could see like her attraction to him. Oh, Jesus. And we're canceled again. What? What did I say that's so wrong? And we're canceled again, Eric, because Eric's friggin'. She is very attractive. It, but I want to know if she's still married, because that makes this even worse. If she's single, then all right. I mean, it's still kind of shitty to fuck your boy's mom. But Yeah. Uh, What's her name? Mary Bernard? I don't know. I mean, Connor Bernard is on my team, not the mom. <laughs> she divorced Eric. I'm looking at her right because I swear that the mom and dad went to every game together. Yeah, so, it doesn't mean they're together though. That's a good point. Yeah, both of Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey's parents went. They've been divorced since they were like seven. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So you're telling me Mama Kelsey's on the market, dog? <laughs> Taylor Swift is locking that up. <laughs> oh, Eric still, still <laughs> Eric, Eric is just drooling over Connor Bedard's mom. It, from the uh, article that I just read, it appears that she is single. Okay. So there, then it's not. I mean, it's still shitty that you fucked your teammate's mom for sure. Also, Delonte also, West called. He said, "Get your own gimmick." Also, when you're brought into. Uh, also, when you're brought in to be a a quota, and this is just bad messaging. The the Blackhawks bought, brought uh, Scory Perry in to be a quote unquote father figure for Connor Bedard. So I, he, so he just he was just doing what the team told him to do. He, he understood was, the mission. He did understand the assignment. That's crazy. That's so funny. And then, so the other one is the uh, Josh Giddy news. Oh, yeah, I stayed away from that one because I don't want to get you know. Into that. <laughs> oh yeah, now you don't want to get canceled. I don't want to get into that. Yeah, Josh Giddy uh apparently uh hooked up with a 15-year-old. Is the the rumor has it. We don't know. It's all um conjecture at this point. He is still playing basketball. So it really does lend lend it to seem that maybe he did not know. Hey, shout out to the homie that took that video in the club. And they have just saved Josh Giddy $250 million. In Josh Giddy needs to find him and put him in his entourage. That dude's in my, I was just going to say, that dude's in my entourage. He's on payroll. In fact, his job is to photograph me at I'm, all times. Yeah, I'm about to give him the best camera ever. I'm like, yo, all you do all day is take pictures of me. You are my paparazzi. Yeah. Tom, you are a you you caught the best video I've ever seen in my life. Like for real. I'm paying for that dude's little sister's college. If he's got I just, like, parents, I'm putting them in a mansion. I like this th this is either going to be a massive, massive miss by multiple people and organizations. And if this if Josh Giddy did this, the NBA, the Oklahoma City Thunder. His like you, you string them all up at this point because it is a massive miss for sports in general. But to if, your point, Jermaine, teams are normally pretty good about this. We don't know what the Corey Perry thing is, but if you look at the uh, Chicago Blackhawks GM statement, it almost reads like child pornography or like sex with a minor sort of things where they're like it's it was disgusting what he did 
and we're not going to talk about it. And the team doesn't even know what it is. Unacceptable and, conduct, right? That's what they're calling it. That's all yeah. it is. It's all. Yeah. And 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 you and you look at how quickly the Tampa Bay Rays dealt with at the time just <laughs> allegations on Facebook about Wander Franco. His locker was cleaned out the next day. Yeah, you, he was gone. Especially in this current environment, you have to think that maybe they maybe it's not maybe Josh Giddy didn't do that. And if I mean, no disrespect if he did, because if he did, what a fucking dirt pack. Yeah. What an but, idiot on top of that, dude. But we're in a post-Epstein Me Too era. Like, you you cannot be handling this situation the way the NBA is handling it right? without having some sort of, like, concrete proof. Because usually they suspend before they find out. They usually do. Like, Trevor Bauer was instantly suspended. Oh, yeah. And he is vindicated right now. And that's that wasn't that was a that was a woman. That was not a minor. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that like exactly was playing in Japan before the fucking before like, the court charges tri- were even fucking pressed. Yeah. I, mean, I think before they even had the first court date. Yeah. That my guy was already in Japan trying to trying to lace him up. So yeah man it look if Josh Giddy is ends up being guilty, holy yeah. fuck, the firestorm is going to be. Yeah, crazy. that's that's a miss and a half. I'm speaking from a viewpoint where I'm praying and I hope that it was, you know, not what the original thought was. But imagine this: Thursday night, you're out, or Wednesday night, you're out clubbing, chilling. It's Thanksgiving, you're a little hungover. You wake up, you're hyped for some food, and then your fucking phone is just. Brr, brr, brr. And you look up and they're like, Josh Giddy banged a 15 year old. You're like, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I didn't. You imagine, I was in the club. You imagine how bad that would be? Like, dude. And it looked like he was dating her, right? Yeah, there was multiple pictures and shit. Like, I would do this. It does the look second, a little shady, dude. The second that I saw that, I would scroll to my contacts. I'd hit the lawyer. I'd go, hey. <laughs> I don't happy, know if you happy Thanksgiving, motherfucker. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> How's You're not your eating turkey? with your family today. <laughs> How's your turkey? We got to talk. Uh, all right, boys. We're running a little long. Let's go ahead and get into head-to-head, Eric. All right. So, head-to-head. Last week, week 46, uh, Jermaine went 2-1. and one, Hit on some yeah, yeah. parlays. His anytime finally, parlay. Finally hit it. Yeah, he's been working for like eight weeks straight to get that. And to top it off, the homies threw on an extra touchdown, each of them. Bro, that's what Eric and I were sitting there talking. We're talking through the games that we just saw. I turned to him and I was like, "Yo, if I would have bet, because uh, oh, I had I had Derek, I had Derrick Henry, um, Bijan Robinson, and Isaiah Pacheco. If I would have bet them two two plus touchdowns, oh my god! Because each of them I, hit two. I think Derrick Henry two plus touchdown was plus. 800 maybe because i almost bet it by himself it was plus 800 by, oh yeah by himself it i can't was imagine Pacheco Could you, fucking yeah exactly, uh, yeah Pacheco would have been that would have been Jesus. insane plus a hundred thousand and then jonathan taylor had two as well and i contemplated putting jonathan taylor into this parlay and i was like look i get too froggy i get to four or five dudes i'm like the research says they should score touchdowns i was like let me just pick three fucking guys <laughs> <laughs> like we're gonna be good dude uh, but no, it hit. I'm super happy. Uh, but fuck Bijan. Yeah, solid, solid, solid week for Jermaine. Uh, he was down once 163 or 16.3 units. He is now down 6.8 units with the two parlays hit. 
Good shit, Brody. 49, 82, and one on the season. Uh, Nick hit on a pretty big parlay as well. Uh, it was his Turkey Day parlay. Green Bay plus seven and a half. Dallas minus 11. San Francisco minus seven. He went one and two on the week, uh, putting him at down 7.1 units, 44, Wait, 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 wait. I jumped Nick in units? Yeah. Eat my shit, bitch. Let me, let, me, let me talk about something. It's this week, so we'll cover it next week's episode. Fuck Barcelona. <laughs> this this parlay could have gone through yeah if they just didn't sub ferran torres on and in the 75th minute they sub ferran torres on so this on or off? off on he didn't start oh. he came he came on the 75th minute and because he, he played because he played and, and didn't score a goal oh your parlay lost the parlay so if he didn't play, they would just pull that bet, and you get that, the other three, and then and then they re and then they redo the odds. Oh, that's tough. It's yeah. tough. That's garbage. <laughs> Sorry, Brody. Good, good, good Turkey Day parlay hit though. That that made me happy. That was nice. That was nice. Detroit. Oh, uh, uh, we'll talk about Detroit when we get to Week Twelve. Uh, I went one and two, putting me at forty-eight eighty-four, uh, down two point one units. I am currently sitting in first as far as units are concerned. Uh, Nevada went 0-3. How, how much How much? you miss that anytime touchdown by? Uh, oh, my fucking God, dude. Brown got it, right? Every Everything hit on that parlay except for fucking Amon Ra. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> I literally picked, I literally Miami, picked Miami D special my... teams defense to get a touchdown. Denver's first drive to be a punt. I was just clicking buttons, dude. <laughs> my, my guy picked the wildest parlay ever. And the one normal bet is the one that right. fucking missed. St. Brown. St. Hey, Brown just scored. Eight yards, but one of them was a touchdown. At least he knew what was up. Fucking Amon Ra. That's so, that's so funny. It wasn't shining on you that day, you bitch. Anyway. It was the moon, dude. It was the moon. It was, the, dude, the, the moon sun god the lost sun to the waxing gibbous, dude. Dude, I should have known. Anyway, uh, Nevada went 0 3. Um, Loser. <laughs> putting him at 48, 81, and 1 on the season, down 6.2 units. Uh, as far as units go, uh, it goes myself, Nevada, Jermaine, and Nico. What are, what are yours? 2.1. Plus? Minus. We're all on the neck, dude. My goodness. We're all on the neck, bro. I can't believe I jumped Nick in one week. What a fucking loser. Get your shit together, Nick. That's just how it's going to be for, I think, the rest of the year, dude. Head to head, Eric. I'm sorry. Pop culture pick them. Top five things you wanted as a kid but never got. Uh, Today's order is Nick, myself, Eric. I'm going to start off strong. Uh, Top five things I wanted as a kid. Number one, a mom. Perfect answer. I'll go. I'll go second. I'm going to go with laid. Eric, you're up. Come on. Keep the momentum. <sighs> He's so mad at us already, dude. I'm not yeah. mad. I just I had some fucking dumb shit I was gonna say too, but I scrapped so, it all. So say some dumb why shit. Why do man. you always do this? Why just why do you open always your mouth think of and shit talk and shit. then don't say the shit talk? Just, just say open. it. It's encouraged. I'll, by the um, way, for, for for those of you not named Nevada Putnam who've been in our text group, Eric has been slowly working on his beginner shit talking class. Right now, his only topic is the Carolina Panthers. I would like for him to branch out to more teams, but I, I'm proud of you, Eric. I got you, bro. I'm I'm, I'm expanding. I'm learning. Uh, the one thing I could think of as a kid that I fucking always asked for and never got was a pool. So that's number one for me. Jesus Christ, what a privileged life. 
pool. Oh my god, yeah. Damn, a mom bro. laid and oh, I wish I had an in-ground. Fuck, pool. I was asking for a pool for Christmas. I god. wish I had a heated driveway. How did this happen? I'm just sitting here. All right, Eric, don't fuck up your second pick. Let's go price out how much a right. pool costs. It's like $20,000. My dad looked oh, into yeah. it. He brought people over and they looked into it and the reason they didn't do it is cuz well, it's $20,000, and I was that's fucking a, 10 yeah, years old. That's a lot. I probably would have used it twice. A, a 20 by 50 rectangular in-ground pool is 12K. I have a black dad. Anyway. You would have definitely used that pool more than twice, though, Eric. I don't know. My dad never taught me how to swim, dude. Um, And the you next – You stand up in a pool. You the, next, <laughs> the next thing that I always asked for that I never got was actually Grand Theft Auto 3. That's pretty funny. Yeah, my mom said it was too violent. Yeah, GTA 2 is where I stopped. Uh, next one, Little Sister. And now that I understand what goes into it and how much work it is, I was like, I kind of understand why I was turned away. <laughs> also, you can't guarantee a girl. That's also a good point. No, you can't buy the positions. Uh, I'm going to go with... It's all about who finishes first. That's Sorry. right. That's right. <laughs> um... Got me all distracted now. Uh, I wanted a, a rock polisher as a kid. My dad would never get me one. And listening to how loud they are, I don't really blame him. That makes a lot of sense. My my dad got my little brother drums. Oh, that is brutal. <laughs> That's brutal. I was like, that is not smart, my friend. I think I'm getting my daughter a karaoke mic for Christmas. So that oh, bro, that was... you, you definitely got to get her drums at at one yeah. point in time, dude. Drums make, are sure, like, make sure drums they stay are like, at the other house. What what's worse, like a, a trombone or like a violin? Like make her practice the violin. I don't know. I found a new. I know. I found a new. I have a newfound respect for the flute. So you should get her a flute. Oh, that would be good. Uh, third pick. I'm gonna go telescope. I always wanted a telescope. Never got one. Me too. I got one as an adult though. I I won a telescope on Instagram. <laughs> Did you really? That shit was tight, bro. You know those like like comment follow fucking yeah, giveaways. You actually won that, one of them. I won a telescope from that. Oh shit. And I was, you, first of all, I thought it, I always thought those things were a joke, but I was just like, if this is all I have to do, I'll follow some motherfuckers and like and comment. <laughs> like, right. I get a shot. They're like, they tagged me in the post. And I was like, what am I getting tagged in? I was just like, oh shit. It was a Neil deGrasse Tyson fan page on Instagram. Dope. Who I, by the way, at the time, I thought it was actually Neil deGrasse Tyson's Instagram. <laughs> Uh, next one, Sega Dreamcast. Ooh. That console was ahead of its time. It was online. It was disc. Like, oh, bro. It was so ahead of its time. And uh, it just, unfortunately, just never picked up traction. I remember the graphics on that thing. Outstanding. Sega Dreamcast. And I was a Sega Genesis kid, too. Nice. Um, my third pick... Um, I always wanted one of those NFL uh, Blitz game arcades in my room. Oh, yeah, you can get one now. It's I can. Fire. But yeah, I Nevada to pay for it. Nevada grew up with a in Nevada's house. They had a pinball machine right as you walked in. That's next on my list. So that sh that shit would just keep me entertained for hours. Pinball machine. Yeah, I wanted I, I wanted a very specific pinball machine. It was a Dragon Ball Z pinball machine. 
Um, I was obsessed with it, and my dad was like, no. You can get my, it now, though. My guy was asking for $1,000 okay. plus to gifts, be fair, bro. To be fair, when I thought of this, this was something that Nevada sent to me. Shout out, Nevada. I had everything I wanted as a kid. This stuff is just random shit that I could remember asking for, and they were like, no, but I got everything else I wanted. So I was like, oh, yeah, that's a disclaimer. Yeah, putting yeah. this list together, uh, I was like, god damn. Because I got everything I asked for. It. Action figures, games, playing cards. Like, I was never. I mean, my dad bought me a car at 14. I was never lacking in that department. So Must I agree nice. with I agree with everything you said. He was like, you have basketball <laughs> practice at what time? No, let's go buy a car. <laughs> Must be nice, guys. Jermaine, you're up. <laughs> I know. I just wanted to wanted you to sit in your pity a little longer because we don't give a fuck. Bull starter jacket. Mm. I'd be worth some money these days. Bro. You know what? The, here's the thing, Not though. I wanted a bull starter jacket. I never asked for it. If I would have asked for it, I would have got it. I just never asked for it. Right. So that's on me. Uh, all right, I'm going to close it out with two picks here. One was a top-of-the-line baseball bat. My dad, when he finally relented and bought me a baseball bat, it was like the $50 Target bats that sound like you're hitting it with a sheet of aluminum when you hit it. Bing! You see that Instagram video I sent the other day? Yeah. And it was <laughs> dad talking about $4,000 yeah. worth of bats. Yeah, no. Absolutely <laughs> For two not. hits? Yeah, that's, For two hits? Yeah. I mean, rightfully so. Like, I, I'm sure that's why my dad bought me a Target bat. He's like, he's not going to use it anyway. Uh, and then I just, I had a computer in my room from a very young age. But my parents, smartly or unsmartly, locked it. So I wasn't the, I wasn't the owner. I was just a user. I wasn't the administrator. And I didn't know the administrator password. So whenever I would get computer games for my friends, I would go to try to install them. And I couldn't install any computer games. And I just wanted to play the Halo computer game because I had oh, it in my room for years. So fire. For years, I had the original Halo. Halo Combat Evolved. And I tried to install it every like three to six months. Bro, so one thing that blew my mind about the PC Halo is they had a fucking flamethrower yeah. in the combat evolved halo on pc but when it was put on xbox they got rid of the flamethrower yeah how does that make the game better <laughs> pc exclusive before there were pc exclusives uh yeah exactly uh so the last one i had is jordan 11s uh my mom did buy me a pair of jordans forget which pair it was but uh I tore up my sneaks as a kid. So she was just like, you're out of your goddamn mind. And then I started buying my own. And for some reason, I guess I never, well, you know what? I never saw Jordan 11s for sale on the wall because everyone wanted them. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, last one. Uh, I'll never forget this conversation with my dad. I asked him for a GameCube. He was like, what is that? I was like, it's a game console. He's like, what are those three things sitting over there? I was like, game consoles. So why the fuck would I buy you another one? I was like, this is GameCube, dad. And he never bought me a GameCube, so That's my, that was my favorite console. I was fucking depressed, dude. I just want to play Warrior. Wario? I can't fucking say his name. But the Warrior game. Warrior or Wario? Wario. Like Mario, but with a W. <laughs> Why does that trip you up? I don't so know. Much? It's just one of those... Yeah, I can't get it, dude. Did you... Okay, for the people at home, did you just say your dad said, what are those three things sitting over there? Yeah. 
I, had a I had to beg, borrow, and plead to get a PS1 when the PS2 was out. <laughs> and my man's over here it. talking oh. about three <sighs> game systems, an in-ground pool, a pinball machine. Get the fuck out of here. His list was pretty aggressive. Like, that, like total your list was like $30,000 $30, probably. Yeah, I don't I know. Mean, I wanted one of those cool pools that was like 50000 <laughs> yeah okay so there you go bro <laughs> not i had every console too though so but that three brothers so we all we all had it oh did we lose him no i don't think he's coming back he went off camera to do something but like i mean dude my, my dad worked hard dude you know don't... your parents were well off Eric. <laughs> yeah, it's, like... o- it's okay to say that by the way yeah. it's it's okay to be well off for, yeah, I know. for the record I know. I know it's just you know I know I don't I don't want to rub it in people's face like yeah I grew a privileged bitch like you know what I mean I would but the fuck <laughs> nah if I was asking for a pool as a kid I would honestly sure let people know because the quickest <laughs> the quickest reality check happened when I left the house I was like oh shit I don't have parents funds no more it's expensive now yeah I was like fuck I'm gonna go back and, and just deal with my dad's rules which there weren't any so <laughs> let's get into blind five all oh, right yeah, yeah wait yeah. any oh sorry any honorable mentions boys. I don't know. No, I mean I could barely put five together. I was, was pretty content as a kid. Dude. After I saw Kill Bill, I asked my dad for a samurai sword, but that wasn't like a legit thing. But other than that, no, I don't think I can't think of anything else. <laughs> I think every kid wanted a samurai yeah, sword. Yeah, after you saw my it. little brother wanted a samurai sword, got a samurai sword though. Nice. <laughs> All right. It was like a hundred bucks, but it was still dope. Moving into blind five, I'm pretty sure you guys will get the category real quick, but let's go with uh, Full Metal Jacket. Military movies, <laughs> specifically Vietnam-era movies. <laughs> it's not specifically Vietnam. <laughs> oh, really? I've yeah. never seen Full Metal, so... Uh, uh, the first... Hour. Every every scene you've seen from Full Metal Jacket... Is in the first, the first never, no, it's in the first like 15 minutes. <laughs> the first 15 minutes, the first 15 minutes is great. The other hour and 15 minutes is just an anti war, is just anti war propaganda. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And originally, the first 15 minutes with uh Lee Ermy is designed to be like, look how awful these people are treated, and it has become like a cold hit of like it got it got. Lee Art Lee Ermy to be an honorary gunnery sergeant. He did it so well. Never served time in the Marine Corps. That's so funny. So five? Uh yeah, five. Full metal jacket is five. <laughs> Nick looked at me like, what are you talking about? Oh, we gotta rank these. That's right. Yeah. I swear to God, Eric, if Pearl Harbor is on this list. <laughs> That's funny. Uh I'm gonna go with uh Fury. I actually really like the Fury. Movie. I loved it so. I mean, who doesn't like tanks? I always wanted that Brad Pitt haircut, too. Dude, it's Brad Pitt, Shia LaBeouf, and tanks. Isn't Michael Pena in that, too? Michael Pena and fucking The Punisher. Michael Pena not cracking jokes? No, he's, he's pretty funny in the movie, actually. <laughs> and Boy, John Barenthal? And John Barenthal? A.K.A. The Punisher. Um, I'm going to put it at three. I'm good with that. I really like that movie, but we don't... There are fire war movies, and if Eric... You know, if he hits me when we were soldiers, I mean, instant number one. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about instant number one if another movie's on this list. Are you kidding me? I'm going to go one-liners, dude. Black Hawk Down. Oh, that's number one. 
Oh, I'm still going to put it two because I'm holding out. I'm holding out for a certain movie that I don't know if is on this list. Why? What? What's better than what is the movie? Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. I thought we already had that one in one of these. I mean, it can be Tom Hanks. That could have been a Tom Hanks thing. This could be a different thing. You know. All right, I mean? fine. Number two. Black Hawk Down is two. Yeah. I like Black Hawk Down more than Saving Private Ryan. Well, you guys can argue, and or I can just put it at two. Fine. Right. You, Black, you were already and, typing. You said you could argue as he's typing. Although, although Black Cockdown is a way better porno than Shaving Ryan's Privates. I wouldn't be able to verify, but I believe you. It's no two girls, one cup, though. That's true. That's true. Fucking disgusting. <laughs> or, 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 or the uh, aforementioned Miss Han- Mr. Hand. Fucking Jason and, and, and my boy Danny forced me to watch that two girls, one cup. Those assholes. I had no clue what it was. In class. Is Mr. Hand a sex video? I don't even know what that is. I'm not going to Google it. Because it's going to lead to some trouble, so no. (laughs) Shout out out to the real ones who've seen the original Mr. Hand. The guy dies. I'm going to have to lock down the internet. But what? The guy dies. Yeah, I'm good on that. Yeah, I'm good on that. He dies dies getting fucked by a horse. What was was the other thing that they made us look up as a kid? Blue Waffle? Oh, Blue Waffle Baby, dude. That's so disgusting. That was okay. so gross. Anyways, those aren't war movies. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Back to no, those, are, those are war movies. <laughs> Back to the list here. My um, war. I don't know if you guys saw it, but All Quiet on the Western Front. I have not seen it. Putting that number Great four. Great movie. Great movie, but yeah, number four. Number four. You should definitely the, watch it. The new one? That's like eight one. hours? Yeah, the new one is good, though. And it's, the old one's pretty good, too. It's so long, though. Did you, like 19, did you like 1917? Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, you'll you'll like All Quiet on the Western Front then. But it's four hours. It's It'll be fine. Dude, these movies, watch, they got to stop making these marathon watch, movies. Bro. Watch it in installments. <laughs> you got to set up a watching plan. Right. <laughs> All right. And then the last one is, of course, Pearl Harbor. You guys have Pearl Harbor at number one. I like Pearl Harbor. I fucking hate you. I hate you so much. And this is your fault. I tried to put Black Hawk down. You, at number f- one. you did. You did. I hate you. What's wrong I hate with you. Pearl I'm not, Harbor? I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. What's wrong with Pearl Harbor? It's not a better war movie than any of these. I'm just kidding. I, oh, I just wanted you, to rob you motherfucker. Obviously, it's Saving Private Ryan, fam. Uh. It's number one, yeah. Fire movie, but it's not more entertaining than Black Hawk Down. I, so I know that like, sometimes I want to trick you guys into getting like a Pearl Harbor at number one, but sometimes I actually just want to give you guys five awesome things and see how you rank them. And to me, all these are awesome, except apparently Nick hates Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket sucks. Nah, not the first 30 minutes, dude. It's, it, the first but it doesn't minutes, make up for the rest of the movie. I think it does, dude. No, it doesn't. <laughs> and then he's if all the in the ending sucks, and shit, dude. It's all if good. the ending sucks in a movie, the movie sucks. <laughs> right, or so, Eric. Or Eric. So, no, no, if so, people don't remember the movie past the first 15 minutes, yeah, yeah. the movie sucks. No, no, okay, so let me ask you this. The first four we'll leave. We take off Full Metal Jacket. What? What's another movie that you guys would put in here that's at the same quality as these that you would consider making – like, would it be 1917? Would it be Platoon? Would it be – Fucking basic training. Would it be GI Jane? We were soldiers. GI Jane is, in, yeah, we, yeah. It's it's got to be it's got to be worse. But we were soldiers is, is 
Oh, that is a movie. Fuck, dude. I keep thinking it's a goddamn Tears of the show. Sun. Tears of the Sun, Behind fire. Enemy Lines. Uh, Tears what's, of the Sun was fire. Is Behind Enemy Lines the Jude Law one? Owen Wilson. What's the Jude Law one? Enemy at the Gates? Oh, is that Will Smith? No, that's Behind Enemy... No. Behind Enemy <laughs> Lines? No, no, no. The Will Smith one is Enemy of the State or something like that. <laughs> That's What's what Nick the, just said. Enemy of the state, right? I think no, so. Enemy at the Gates. Enemy at the Gates. Jesus. Uh, Tropic it's, Thunder. Tropic, Tropic Thunder, Thunder instead of Full Metal Jacket. How is that a war movie? Uh, I guess. <laughs> what do you mean? No, the yeah. actor's playing uh, in war. You know what I mean? In a real war, Eric. Dude, at, dude, Enemy at the Gates. Jude Law plays a sniper. Uh, Rachel Rachel Wise is like his is the heartthrob. Ron Perlman is his like spotter. And he goes up against a Nazi sniper who's played by Ed Harris. It's such a fire movie. And what streaming service is it on? I don't know. You got all of them. Does it matter? <laughs> Sometimes you're not on any of them, dude. It's fucking annoying. It's on Paramount, YouTube, Roku, Amazon Prime, Google Play, Apple TV, Vudu, Redbox. Redbox still exists? And, <laughs> and Pluto TV. Shout out Redbox. Redbox is an app now, dude. Shout out Red. It's not even a machine anymore? They still have machines. But it's an app now. Uh, what other? Oh, uh, Shooter. American Sniper. What is it? Uh uh, I keep thinking there's a movie named Glory something. Glory. Oh, it's Glory with Denzel. Oh, the Civil Glory. War, right? Yeah, there we go. The Battle of Fort Fisher. That's yeah, yeah, good. yeah. Uh, the Alamo. Have they made a movie about the Alamo? I think it was called The Alamo. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about uh, this is this is a fictional war, but uh, like King Arthur, Starship Troopers. If we're going fictional war. <laughs> Starship Troopers, baby. You know I'm a stand for some Starship Troopers. Eric Star Hayes Wars movie, bro. That's in the name. Star Wars, it's fictional name, war. Bro. It's in the name. The Clone Wars. That put that in number five, Eric. <laughs> yeah. Starship Troopers. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into the NFL Week 12 review. Uh current NFL pick'em records. Nick is 50, 46, and 2. I'm 47, 63, and 3, and Eric's 11 and 16. What are your two takeaways from week 12, Eric? Uh, takeaways from week 12. Let me let me run it down real quick. Um, sorry, I wasn't prepared. Nick, what are your two takeaways from week 12? Since the NFL has changed the overtime rules because of Josh Allen, Josh Allen is now 0-6 in overtime games. Yeah, but they That's... haven't changed it for the better. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not for the better. I'm just saying since they changed it because of him. He's now 0-6. What a what a what a guy. Josh Allen is just getting dragged this year, dude. My what? second takeaway is I think a tweet you sent, Jermaine, which is the NFC South is the NFL's version of the AL Central in baseball. Eric sent that. Maybe that was Eric. Um, I thought that was amazing. But that technically makes it, once again, the most competitive Dependent. division in the NFL. Yes, 100%. I don't think the Carolina Panthers are eliminated from playoff contention yet, are they? No. No, they can still win the division. I mean, a lot of shit's got to go right, but Jesus, Kyrie Irving hit the flop. No, dude, uh, you tripped him. NFC South what? right now. NFC South right now. Falcons 5-6. and six, They lead the division. Saints 5-6. and six, Bucks 4-7. and seven, Panthers 1-10. The Panthers are only four games back at 1-10. <laughs> yeah. 
That's the craziest stat. All right, so Eric's unprepared right now. I'll go next. Um, so there was actually a law passed by – was it – I forget the president. I want to say JFK, but that, that feels too far back. 63, I think, National Broadcasting Act. Yeah, the National Broadcasting Act. That did does not allow the NFL to have Friday – or Saturday games. What? Six, 67. The president in 67 was still John F. Kennedy, I think. I think it was. Uh, Lyndon B. Johnson. Okay, so signed by Lyndon B. Johnson. Uh, it was an act that outlawed the NFL from broadcasting games on Friday and Saturday until after college and high school football season has concluded, which is why you usually see NFL games on Saturday in December. Um they found a loophole, though, right? The reason why they were able to have the first ever Black Friday game this Friday, and they was they set the time to be before 6 p.m., which is why the game started at 3. Um, and because in the act, it said they cannot broadcast 6 p.m. and after on Fridays and, and uh, all the way through Saturday in, into Sunday. Uh, so that's how they got through it. They they found the loophole. They were able to broadcast on Black Friday, and it was fucking terrible. Why why do we insist on terrible football? Thursday football is already bad. Why are we doing Friday football now? It's gonna be bad. It's bad. I, I didn't even tune in. I hate it. I I just I like it's if if Thursday night football was bad when it went on Amazon. It's going to be bad on Friday. It's terrible. And what's funny is like, I could get behind the NFL on Saturday, but because of that act, you can't have NFL games on Saturday. And so that, like, that's the one day that makes the most sense to me. It's all bad. Like, just stop doing it. I don't, I don't even watch Thursday night football. I'm for sure never watching a Black Friday game. The only time I want to watch Thursday football is on Thanksgiving. It's the only time. So that's my first takeaway. I just wanted to reveal that little fun fact there. And fun then um, Derek Carr sucks in the red zone. <laughs> Final point. Uh, five red zone trips, zero touchdowns except for one. But it was the Atlanta Falcons touchdown to pick six. Um, he sucked in the red zone with the Raiders. I was not excited to have him. I'm not excited to have him now. Uh, him and Dennis Allen are going to go down together again. Yeah, Derek Carr cost Dennis Allen his job once. He's going to cost him again. And I can't fucking wait to be done with Derek Carr and Dennis Allen. The relationship's already soured. I think the relationship soured when you got him. <laughs> you aren't too excited. I was the opposite of excited. <laughs> I was the opposite, bro. I came around because it's still my team, like in football season was starting. But I'm not, I'm not in on Derek Carr. I'm not in on Dennis Allen. I'm not in on Pete Carmichael. Just Mickey Loomis, it's been a fun ride. you got to go, too. <laughs> Everyone's got to go. So let's ya. start fresh. I don't want the Sean Payton 2006 offense anymore. I don't want the same defense we've been running since, since 2006 as well. Let's fucking modernize the New Orleans Saints. But before we do that, let's clean up our books. Let's trade a bunch of our older players. And let Dennis Allen suck all of next year to lower his head coaching record even further because I don't think he should be a head coach ever again. 
And then we fire him with a cleaned up book with probably the number one overall pick. And we keep it pushing. All right, Eric, what are your two takeaways? Uh, two takeaways. First takeaway, if you give Sean McVay a running game, he is one of the best coaches of football. The Rams are a fucking amazing football team. Um, it's theirs on the Cardinals, though. Yeah, it's theirs on the Cardinals, but they beat the Cowboys. So Anyway, and then uh, my second takeaway would be that the Cowboys are bullies. Um, they've beat the shit out of non-winning teams, and then they've lost. They've literally been doubled up on the score by teams with winning records and the Arizona Cardinals. So I'm just going to keep screaming this from the mountaintops until fucking it gets proven. But the Cowboys are just bullies. Dude. They're not Super Bowl contenders. They bully people that are of lower class than them. And the minute they have any type of real test or real competition, they fold and they get blasted. Um, and that's my only take. I just felt like hitting on the Cowboys. <laughs> this is, And this is one of the reasons why I fade Rams spreads when Kyrie Williams was out. When Sean McVay can run the football, his offense is dynamic. When he can't run the football, holy it's just fuck. It's just crazy because you look at Matthew Stafford's numbers and then you look without a running game and then you see he had four passing touchdowns with Kyron Williams. Yeah, I mean, it's the Cardinals, though. I understand that, but it's still an <laughs> NFL level of play. Like uh, It's the Cardinals. They're like the worst team against the run. They're also like the worst team against tight ends. Is, is what I said not factual? No, it is. But okay. I'm saying – Matt Stafford's performance was a byproduct of because we've seen him with Kyron Williams at the beginning of the season. Did he have four touchdowns in a game? Maybe I don't know. Let me look. He's on your fantasy team. <laughs> you should have been known. <laughs> they won two games without Kyron Williams. They won two games with Kyron Williams. They lost almost every game um, with without him except for two, and then they well they got blasted by. <laughs> Yeah, that's a tough loss. So all Sean McVay needs is running back, right, Eric? That's all he needs, baby. 60% of the time, it works every time. What's the Rams record right now? Four and eight? Four and eight. No, no, no. Four and seven? Four and seven. Four and seven. Okay. Uh, There's... Technically not eliminated from the no, trash no, NFC. Five and six, sorry. Five and six? Yeah, they're, they're in the oh, they're, they're for sure in the hunt. Mm-hmm. In the Kareem hunt. Yeah, I think they're gonna. I think they might replace the. Uh, I know a lot of us had either Washington or Minnesota as the last wild card, but it might be the Rams. Fucking <laughs> Nick is slow on the update there. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into the uh, NFL Week Thirteen betting slate. Uh, take it away with Nick's nuggy. Week Thirteen betting slate. Nobody coming off the bye. Uh, Kirk Cousins is uh, lost. He's lost his life, so he's not uh, in prime time anymore. However, we do have two teams, two West Coast teams traveling to the East Coast early. The Los Angeles Chargers will travel to New England. They are six-point favorites right now. And the Arizona Cardinals will travel to Pittsburgh to face the Steelers. I will only be taking one of those games. Uh, I will be taking Pittsburgh minus five and a half. Uh, hosting Arizona. Uh, by the way, uh, we, we get the stat that 53 straight games, I believe, 53 or 54 straight games, uh, the Cleveland Browns, or sorry, the Pittsburgh Steelers operated without a 400-yard game under Matt Canada. All and right, then the first game that he comes back, they're over 400 yards. So love to see that. Um, there were... Seven teams, Jermaine, last week 
that scored less than 10 points, including the New York Giants who beat the New England Patriots. 10 <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, two of them are on bye, so the New York Giants are on bye. The Minnesota Vikings are also on bye. Of the five remaining teams, we have the Washington Commanders. I almost made an uh-oh on that one. The Washington Commanders, they face Miami as nine-and-a-half-point dogs. The Cincinnati Bengals, they face the Jaguars as eight-and-a-half-point dogs. The Carolina Panthers, they face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as five-and-a-half-point dogs. And then we already mentioned it. The Chargers uh, and the New England Patriots both scored less than 10 points, uh, and they play each other. So there's going to be uh, – Jesus, this, the ineptitude. We're going to play both sides of that. Um, looking at these games, on the year, when favorites – uh, when, when teams score less than 10 points and are favorites the next week, uh, they are eight and seven. That's 53%. When dogs, when, when teams score less than 10 points the previous week, and then our dogs the following week, they are 11, 11 and three, which is exactly 50%. Uh, I don't want any action off that except for, I will take the Miami dolphins minus nine and a half because this year, Favorites with a spread of greater than or equal to nine and a half are 17 and 11 against the spread, 24 and four straight up. That's 60% against the spread. Jesus. I will also take Miami minus nine and a half. Okay. Miami minus nine and a half. I will also take in that game Miami over 50 and a half. Miami Washington over 50 and a half. This year, when that spread is greater than or equal to nine and a half, we normally like to advise to take the under, but this year, the over is 18 and 10 in those games that's 64 percent that the over is hitting when the spread is is greater than greater than or equal to nine and a half okay a couple of other games two divisional games by the way six teams on by this week after no teams uh, last week two teams uh playing divisional matchups the indianapolis colts travel into tennessee to f- face the titans they are on a two-game losing streak in Tennessee after winning the three prior to that in the last three years in three of the last five years, the total has been under 42 and a half. So I'm going to take that Indianapolis and Tennessee under 42 and a half in those in, in four of the five matchups, two things have been true. The Tennessee Titans team total has been over 17 and the spread has been at least nine. I think the Tennessee Titans can win this game. So can you find me, Jermaine or Eric, yeah, what, ten, what Tennessee minus nine is? Tennessee minus nine. Mm-hmm. And what the Tennessee team total is. While we're looking that up, I'll move on to the, the other divisional matchup. That's the Carolina Panthers traveling into Tampa Bay to play the Buccaneers. Tampa Bay is current or Carolina is currently on a three game losing streak um, in Tampa. They've also lost four of the last five. Uh, a couple of notes from this game. In those last five years, the total has not been below 41 points. So I'm going to hammer the Panthers Tampa Bay over 37. I also want to see what the what the over 41 looks like. Tennessee minus nine is plus 364. Okay. I'll take plus 364, Tennessee. What's the Tennessee team total right now? Uh, I'm trying to look for it. 
Uh, so it doesn't give you team totals. It just gives you all the lines. What do you? Uh, what l- number are you looking for? Uh, seventeen. So Tennessee over, over seventeen. Over seventeen. So there's over sixteen and a half is minus two fifty eight. Over seventeen and a half is minus one eighty. Okay, so no no action there. So we'll we'll scratch the Tennessee team total. So moving into Carolina Tampa Bay, we're obviously going to take the line at thirty seven. Can you tell me what Carolina Tampa Bay over 41 is? I will get that for you. The total in the last five years, I said, has not been below 41 points. A couple of notes uh, to continue this matchup. The spread has also not been inside six points. I think Tampa Bay is the better team in here, as we've talked about, as I talked about at length in the first 10 minutes of this podcast. Uh, I want to see what Tennessee or what Tampa minus six gets. Over 42? Say that again. You wanted over 42? Over 42, yeah. Over 42 is plus 169. Uh, Tampa Bay minus six. You know, I'll just, I will take, I think it's Tampa Bay five and a half right now, right? It is Tampa Bay minus. I'll just stick with Tampa Bay minus five and a half. Uh, If you can look up team totals for me, uh, Jermaine, the Carolina team total in the last five years has not been under 17, and the Tampa Bay total has not been under 24. I know that seems pretty obvious when you talk about 41 points. Okay. Uh, what? So you want Carolina over, over 17. Carolina over, over 16 and a half. Plus 110. Okay, I'll take that. And Tampa Bay over 23 and a half is plus 136. I will take both of those. A uh, couple of other notes for rest advantage, rest disadvantage. There were five teams uh, that played on Thanksgiving. Um that are faced or six teams that, that, that played on Thanksgiving. There's only five matchups uh, that involve rest advantage, rest disadvantage, because the Dallas Cowboys and the Seattle Seahawks play each other this week. Um, that would be green Bay with a rest advantage playing KC, who has a rest disadvantage. The team that I named first uh, has the rest advantage. The team that I named second has the rest disadvantage. Detroit will play the new Orleans saints. The uh, Washington Commanders will play Miami. Another reason to take Miami minus nine and a half. And the San Francisco 49ers will play Philly. Uh, there are two teams that play on Monday Night Football, Chicago and Minnesota. But as we are, as we already mentioned, Minnesota's on the bye and Chicago is also on the bye. So they don't play anybody else. In those games, uh, to spotlight two of them, Detroit is 11 and three with a rest advantage against the spread. New Orleans is seven and seven against the spread. Give me the Lions minus four. Lock of the week. <laughs> and the San Francisco 49ers since 2019 with a rest advantage are 14 and six against the spread. The Philadelphia Eagles since 2019, seven and eight against the spread. Give me San Francisco minus ooh, minus three. It jumped to. It jumped. Uh, in the last hour that we've been podcasting, it's jumped a half point. I had it at two and a half. It's jumped to three right now. Give me the 49ers minus three. Mm. It's crazy. Home dogs with one loss. Yeah. It's bonkers. Crazy. That's bonkers. Vegas knows something we don't. And that is all we have for Nick's Nuggets this week. What do you gentlemen got on this slate? Did you give us your parlay, Nick? No parlay this week. All right. Scared money. Jermaine. I think I'm just taking a lot of. <laughs> Here, you know what, Eric? I'll cook up a parlay for you. Let me get Pittsburgh. 
Miami, Detroit, and San Francisco. All money lines? All money lines. What does that give Plus 323. Throw Tennessee in there. Money line. Plus 746. Love it. 746. Love that. That's a parlay. You can either play the first four, which is the favorites parlay that pays you over plus 300. Add Tennessee in there right now. The spread, you should just be betting that game uh, on win-loss right now because I think Indy is minus one-point favorites. Yeah, um, it's it's even money right now on Titans' money line. So if you add Tennessee in there, you can get a you can get a nice little uh, nice little boost at plus one hundred. Yeah, so I'm taking uh, Dallas minus eight and a half. I haven't liked what I've seen from Seattle's Thursday night football, and Dallas seems to be red hot. And as Eric said, they play well against bad teams. And if I'm not mistaken, Seattle is under the under five hundred right now. Correct? No, they're six and five. Wow. They've been terrible. So, yeah, I'm sticking with it. I think this is their first win against a winning team. Okay. Uh, Miami, I'll take Miami minus nine and a half, staying away from the over-under. Look, I'm not betting it because I'm not fading the Saints, but Detroit minus four, I'm telling you, lock of the week. (laughs) Uh, New England Patriots plus six. Give me the spread. The fucking Chargers are helpless. Um, And... Boy, Pittsburgh Steelers almost a six-point favorite. Give me the Arizona Cardinals plus five and a half. <laughs> and I'll take under 41 in that game. It's probably silly to take that, but. <laughs> uh, Atlanta versus the Jets. Uh, give me Atlanta minus two and a half. If they win by a field goal, that's perfect. Uh, tennis. Dude. Do I want to bet Tennessee money line? How many times has that burned me this year? What's their record? <laughs> Tennessee, I think I picked them money line on Four all seven, seven losses. <laughs> uh, stay away from that. I'll take the over in the Denver-Houston game, over 47 and a half. I'm going to go with Eagles money line. Uh, I mean, one loss team at home. I know the 49ers are damn good at football, but – the Eagles are not bad. <laughs> so, like, that's kind of crazy to me. Um, I just – I just – I want to know how Vegas drew this lineup. What's home. the old Brent, What's the old Brent Musburger thing? What a, is it? a good dog at home getting the points. Give me the points. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll take Eagles plus three as well. I like the juice at plus 130 on that. But, uh, yeah, give me the Eagles plus three. And also give me the over 46 and a half in that. It just that seems ugh. way too low, right? It seems way too low. Yeah, for sure. Remember, <laughs> we said that same exact thing about the Kansas City game. They said it at 45 and a half. It and rained in that game, though. Is it raining in this game? Do I don't know. know. Do you know that? I can't predict the weather, but come on now. Uh-huh. Weatherman Eric. <laughs> yeah, this is this is all it takes to predict the weather, Eric. Philly forecast Sunday. Heavy rain. That's yeah, I mean if it's if it's it's sixty percent rain. 60% chance of rain? Yeah. But does it mean in that area? Either way, I'll take the over in that game. I think a lot of touchdowns are about to be scored defensive or offensive. It could be either way. Um, th- this game is fascinating. The Cleveland Browns versus the Rams. Miles Garrett is hurt. Amari Cooper is hurt. I mean, they're about to start Joe Flacco at quarterback. 
give me under 39 and a half in this ball game. Cleveland versus LA. Under 39 and a half. And uh, <laughs> dude, I have to say, Jordan Love's been playing well as of late. I love I know how we we love to crucify people six or seven games in and not say they're in. I think I actually buried him as well. Uh just because I thought he was gonna be better. But he's playing well. Uh it's gonna be fascinating to see them go against this Kansas City team. I don't want any action on that game. That over under at 42, I think the over might hit. Bet it then. I'm not betting it. No, I just said I don't want any action. No. And uh Eight and a half is too much. I don't. Do, what are your guys' thoughts on Jacksonville this year? Rubbish. Uh, let's see what they score last week. Twenty-four. Wasn't it twenty-four? Uh, twenty-one. They won. Yeah, they won twenty-four twenty-one against the Texans. Um, they're gonna crush the Bengals this week. They're gonna crush the Bengals this week. Yeah. Yeah. Jake Browning played well. Jake Browning. Isn't that his name? For the... Jake Browning, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Former Washington <laughs> Nick, Nick said it like with a question mark. I was like, damn, I get the name wrong. Uh, I, dude, I just don't have any faith in Jacksonville to cover an eight-and-a-half-point spread. Does any Eric, do we have the spread from last week? What was the spread in the, the Texans-Jacksonville game? Um, was it three points? Actually, I don't know. In games in, in games after they lost, they lost by eight to the Chiefs. They then lost by twenty to the Texans. Then beat the Falcons by sixteen. Uh, lost to the 49ers by thirty-one. Beat the Titans by twenty. So, where's the? What, we didn't pick that game last week. I'm just trying. Nobody picked the spread. I'm just trying to see. Usually ESPN will have it right here somewhere. No. I'll, I'll Google it and try to find it for you. No, I mean, it's not a big deal. I was just no. curious. Uh, I, dude, bonkers. I, I just – I can't – give me Cincinnati it was, plus eight it, and a half. It ended one and a half. Jags one and a half point favorite. So they technically covered. That's what it closed at, right? Closed not at. what it opened at? Hold on. I'll tell you what it opened at. I don't know why I'm looking online for it when I have a whole fucking app for this. <laughs> That's why I thought I was <laughs> – I was just like Nick. I, I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> fucking paying attention. All right, week 12. Uh, this game opened – that game opened Jacksonville minus one, closed Jacksonville minus one on, on DraftKings. Closed – open minus one, closed minus one? No, no line movement, yep. I thought you just said it closed minus one and a half. Yeah, I was that's on that's on ESPN bet. Different site. Got it. ESPN bet. That's a thing now. It's a thing. Yep. They bought they bought <sighs> pen from Barstool. Or pen sold whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Words and things. Words <laughs> dude, fucking give me Cincinnati dude. plus eight and a half, dude. Hell yeah. I had it. Hell yeah, brother. And then uh, I'm going to do an underdog parlay. So give me the uh, – boy, oh, boy. Give me the Philadelphia Eagles. Give me the Denver Broncos. Oh, Tennessee Titans counts. It's even money. And uh, going going through the weeks here, Jacksonville was seven-and-a-half-point favorites week three against Houston, lost by 20. Uh, Jacksonville lost to Houston by 20 this year? Yeah. Oh my God! They uh, still going through four point favorites against the Colts. They won by seventeen. 
That's not really crazy big numbers, though. Uh, I think they already had their buy. There were two point dogs to New Orleans. I don't actually know what this Jacksonville team is. Yeah, they're in a fucking conundrum. That's why I asked the question. That's why I was like, what are your fucking thoughts on Jacksonville? Uh, sorry, who do I have right now? I have Eagles, Broncos, Titans. Give me the Cardinals. Fading Mike Tomlin this week. <laughs> six six and a half point favorites to the Titans beat them by 20. Yeah, why week, are you week 11. weeks? Huh? I'm just picking. I'm just picking weeks where they're favored by a lot, considering they're favored by eight and a half this week. They've only had two weeks where they're favored by a lot, and one of them was they lost to the Texans by twenty, and they lost to the Texans by twenty, and then beat the Titans by twenty. <laughs> so I'll take a tie, Eric. <laughs> I we also can't use those as a barometer because we know division matchups for whatever reason. I don't know why it doesn't make sense in the NFL, but division matchups. Are always weird to bet. So, yeah, hundred percent. And what were the what were the odds on that uh, dogs parlay? Plus three thousand four hundred and eighty-eight. There you go. So I took uh, Titans, Cardinals, Eagles, and Broncos. Mm-hmm. Oh, do I do I get froggy and throw the Jets in there too? Absolutely <laughs> not. Do it. Absolutely. <laughs> Yo, by the way, it's Eric. Because uh, that, that's the last of my bets. Will you tell us your three bets? And then will you look up Tim Boyle's college statistics? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So my last three bets or my three bets are going to be Houston, Denver, uh, over 47 and a half. Miami, Washington, under 50 and a half. And Indianapolis, Tennessee, under 42 and a half. I'm doing all overs, unders this week. Just because you felt froggy? Just because I felt froggy, baby. For sure. Tim. Tim Boyle played three years at UConn. He completed 48% of his passes. This this, this is in three years, by the way. Threw for 1,200 yards. (laughs) Had one touchdown. Yes. In his sophomore year, by the way. And had 13 interceptions. (laughs) Yes. Just real quick. He also had 49 carries for minus 122 yards. Whoa, whoa, okay. Well, hold on, but we're forgetting. Hold on, hold on. We're forgetting he had three solo tackles. That's true. He had three solo tackles. Two in 2015, and he doubled up the tackles. Bro, we got to line him up at safety, dog. That's what it is. Tim Boyle, dominator. Look, I just wanted to point this out. We've we've talked about this on the podcast before. Remember when he started for the Detroit Lions? Yes. yeah, both you just instantly, yes, yes I remember. Yes. Why is this guy starting in the NFL? Why, what in God's name have you seen on film from this guy that he should still be starting in the NFL? Four touchdowns, 11 interceptions. It's a better rate than in college. <laughs> that's what I'm seeing. 63% completion percentage. That's what I'm seeing. It does not make sense to me, man. What so Trevor Simeon is on the New York Jets? Will you pull yeah. up Trevor Simeon's NFL statistics? Holy shit, he has twenty five carries for negative two yards, guys, and three first downs. Trevor, Trevor Tre- Simeon's Trevor Seaman college? No, no, or no that's Tim Boyle. No, I want Trevor Seaman. I keep saying Seaman now. <laughs> Seaman. <laughs> Trevor Simeon's nfl statistics no no tackles though for timothy kevin boyle that's that's i don't like that 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 
part of his game is dropped off right, on, so at the professional level. Let's just tackle right on Madden. <laughs> Who knows? So in Let's six just... seasons, Trevor Simeon, uh, 35 games played, uh, 58.9 completion percentage, 7,000 yards, 42 touchdowns, 28 interceptions. 42 touchdowns. That guy yep. is backing up Tim Boyle. Yo, Tim Boyle has a 25 rating for tackle on Madden. Stud. It's not nothing. Also, I have a bone to pick with you. I've been trying to get you to download Madden this whole time, and then you just download it in the background and don't hit your boy up. I'm so I it was just I was playing while Katie was taking nah, a shot. No, fuck you. I don't want to play anyways. Okay. Keep talking about starting a franchise, and all of a sudden you start a franchise and have all the picks already. Yeah. Selfish. You want them? <laughs> yeah, always. Well, what what could you do with three with with six first round picks in the oh, first two years of a franchise? Huston Duff, anyone? Now now you're gonna have to put up with me who's zero and five now. So oh my god, dude, <laughs> are you still on offense? Yeah. Oh, dude, I don't know if my defensive skills live up to the hype anymore. <laughs> Listen, it doesn't matter what they live up to. I got you. Basically, eight day one picks, ten, <laughs> 10 day one picks over two years. Do you remember you, the linebacker's name? I don't. The, oh man, the linebacker I always played as. Do we yeah. our first round pick? We drafted him. Oh, anyways, Anthony Lewis, maybe or something. Uh, sure. It, I thought it was something with something like with a wild, like a K or R on the last name. A hard R. <laughs> no, I, don't think, I don't think you can call linebackers that anymore, Jermaine. <laughs> yeah, for the record, I did not call it that. You guys got anything else for the tens and tens? Nothing for me. All right. No, no using hard R's, guys. Thanks for joining us. I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. Oh, wait. Did you guys get anything on Black Friday? I got a PC. I got an all in one desktop PC. Nice. Eric got 40 bars of soap. Oh, yeah, my back order from Dr. Squash, dude. <laughs> got the biggest box of soap I've ever you seen. You got 40 bars of soap? Not intentionally. There was a back order, so they sent me my, like, 18 regularly and then my other 18, but there was, like, two free ones in there. Or you get 18 bars of soap every month? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, like, a six-month subscription or so. I don't know exactly what it times out to be, but um, the last order didn't come because it was on back order, so they just doubled up on this next order for me. Because they they're going to have a back order again? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Because don't know, they charged them for the back order, probably, and they charged them for the new order, so they sent it off. Y'all, we also have a fuck ton of Irish Spring for some goddamn reason. Well, before, I, before I was, you know, really caring about what was going on in my body, I, I you know, yeah. and then we bought all that shit. <laughs> what? Lies. No, I use all organic products. I still eat like shit and drink and, and do stupid exactly shit, so you don't care what goes in your step body. by step baby step by step it's not all just you know at one time you gotta ease oh, into it geez, right now I end the show end the show before oh he puts God. his foot further in his mouth or do you not like your foot you like your foot going in your mouth i don't know how my foot <laughs> is that going in my mouth. is that organic I don't know how my foot's going in my mouth. Before I started watching what I put into my body, besides alcohol and shitty food. Yeah. Uh, I don't touch Irish food. Spring body wash, though. I don't touch yeah. Irish Spring body wash anymore. Something I'm saying is wrong. Uh, he's, actually, he's not, but it's still funny. Uh, so I bought a shower head. 
banging shower head. The water pressure in my shower is bonkers right now. Bought a new shower curtain. I bought some new towels. I bought new pillows for the couch. I bought a manscape. I'm trying to think what else I bought. It's all like responsible adult shit. <laughs> yeah, it's it, Black Friday guys. Black Friday gets boring when you're being a responsible adult. Like, everyone's like, oh, TVs and all this other stuff. I'm like, nah, dude, what you do is all the household stuff is on sale. I bought I bought soap, Dr. B- Dr. Broner's soap, where you can make it, you can use it for goddamn everything. So, like, all organic, but you, you just dilute it with water to make whatever you need. So, if you need hand soap or dish soap or laundry detergent, you just dilute it with water. I was like, this shit's on sale. I bought the one blades. Do you know what a one blade is? Bro. Swear by that thing. I don't shave no more. I gave away my razor. I just used the one blade. Uh, and then I finally bought the hype. Jason has been talking about the Manscaped trimmer. It's so good, dude. <laughs> it's it's so, so did you get the good. 4.0? I got the 5.0, oh, dog. Man, I'm still operating the 3, dude. I'm, I'm, at, I'm at the elite. I'm on the 3, too. I'm at elite hotness right now. Bro. Honestly, it hasn't given out, so I don't feel the need to buy another one. Dude. You know I'm I mean? not. No, this thing. I'm gonna hold. It's got this a thing light. It works in the shower. I'm good to go, dude. So what does wa- the five do? Does it caress your plums? As it makes you come. The same thing. I was gonna say the same thing. That's so funny. You just place it at the base of your cock, and you just <laughs> run. It vibes the. G- Wait, are we still recording? <laughs> It finds the G spot externally. It's a, it's a self drain. It has a self drainage collection system, bro. Good job, oh. Eric. You know, forever now. Hey, that's all right. It is what it is, baby. Oh boy, I gotta wrap this up before we say anything. Oh fuck, else. play it, dude. Let's go. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Podcast Room Three Zero Three. Check out our sister pod, Revenge of the Pod, with Luigi and Jason. Sometimes guest hosted with myself and Eric. Nick have me like on you bums. Some, Nick doesn't like them for some reason. Have uh, me on you bums. Shout out my boys who have the run for it, run for it tease out now. They started a running community in my hometown. Awesome. Check them out on Instagram at run4dp. We'll see you next team, next week when you come on down and step into the room. <laughs>